0: From painting to photography, from beadwork to woodworking. KQAL FM on the campus of Winona State University presents ArtBeat. ArtBeat highlights the work and accomplishments of local artists from in and around Winona. Support for ArtBeat is made possible by the Minnesota Arts
1: and Cultural Heritage Fund. Today on ArtBeat, we speak to filmmaker Brenda Pikarski about her new adventure documentary, Ode to Minnesota. Ode to Minnesota follows the experience of two outdoor enthusiasts as they embark on a 1,300-mile journey around northern Minnesota. The participants made the two-month-long trip on bike, paddle, and foot. We'll also hear from Steve Schrader, one of the film's subjects, about the challenges of the voyage and the impact it still has on him today. I'm Willard Hike. This is Artbeat on KQAL. I'm Willard hike here at Frozen River Film Fest with Branda Piekarski and Steve Schrader. We saw Ode to Minnesota. It was just screened here at Samson Auditorium. I really enjoyed it. For starters, just kind of give listeners an overview of what the film's about.
2: Uh, This is Steve. Uh, The film overall was basically an encompassing of the trip that I and my buddy Eli took uh, the fall of 2018, where we basically biked from my house in St. Paul all the way up to National Falls. Canoeed the entire border along the Voyagers Highway to Grand Portage, uh, backpacked the entire Spirit Hiking Trail, uh, and then when we got to the Cook State Park, just biked home. And we used gear primarily made in Minnesota. And the film, uh, thankfully, and Brenda did a fantastic job on it, is basically the story of that whole process and all the goofy, weird things that happen that go on.
1: So it was quite the voyage. I say this as an Eagle Scout, as someone who loves recreation. Are you crazy? (laughs)
2: I I think with any trip like this, and it's not the first time I've been asked that question, but yeah, I I think with any large expedition like this where there's a significant amount of possible risk or even a smidge amount of death maybe, you have to be a little crazy to do something like this. And I think you have to be even crazier to figure out where we are to actually film it too.
1: Was the trip, when it was planned, was it planned out that this was going to be a documentary or was this trip planned as its own deal and then and then you two kind of came together H- how did it come about as a film
2: well okay i'll give this to you after so the, the the trip originally was i mean i had the the idea in the back of my head that maybe i make might make a documentary on it but i knew like i had no videography experience i had no idea of how i was going to make the film if i was going to make it but I, I so i just needed to focus on the trip um and then uh well, and then at, at, at one of the outdoor adventure expos at Midwest, I knew you had had a booth, and I knew I had just seen Jeff's World, and I was like, okay, this might be a sweet opportunity to maybe maybe she'll bite on it, maybe she won't, we'll see what happens. Maybe she may be like, no, I got bigger stuff to do, and so I basically met with Brenda, and we had known each other for a little bit just by our acquaintances at Midwest, and presented her the idea of maybe making a documentary for this film. Um, and she invited me to meet with John uh, Reamer, who was the, the producer of the film. And, and then, then it was a go from there. And it's like, OK. <laughs> so not originally, but I'm so glad it did happen. Because this friendship, too, that we've created has been awesome as well.
1: During filming, was the crew up there? I mean, th- through the duration of the journey, were you following along with Steve? Or was it sort of a combination of like GoPro footage and, and just periodically getting shots as you could?
0: Um. Well, yeah, I mean, filming something like that is logistically extremely difficult. (laughs) Um, You know, I mean, there were all kinds of things. Like for one thing, when they were biking, they ended up getting an entire day ahead of schedule and I hadn't scheduled anyone to come up till the day before. And thankfully I was up there already to film some drone shots of them. Um, And so I was able to like get some extra shots you know, before like the rest of the crew came up, and honestly, I, a lot of that stuff happened over time because it gets so spread out, and you know, you're kind of grabbing what you can on the go, and just try, just trying to keep up with them. I could probably have a documentary about the making of trying to keep up with Steven, Eli, and like all these, like all this time, like chasing down trails and trying to find them and not finding them, and then like going up on other roads and looking for them and tracking them down on their GPS. And like, um, it, was quite, it was quite a deal, but totally worth it. And it's a cool collaboration.
1: So I mean, Ode to Minnesota, the, the kind of point of the film, I mean, hence the title, it's an ode to Minnesota. Why did you choose this itinerary to encapsulate what Minnesota's all about, if that makes sense?
2: Well, canoeing in particular, I think, is an iconic outdoor activity for Minnesota. I mean, there aren't too many other places in the United States, if anywhere else, where canoeing has that much of an appeal or that much of a representation of a state or a region. Um, I think when people think of big, long, like, hiking trails as well, I mean, other than the AC, you know, the, the, the AT or the PCT, um, the Superior Hiking Trail is right up there as one of the top five. And so I knew hiking had to be a part of it. And um, biking as a sport has taken off significantly in Minnesota. I mean, people bike everywhere now. I mean, there's bike trails all over the United States or all over the Twin Cities. If not, I mean, the trail that we took is a connection of multiple different bike trails. So. When we were thinking about the different methods of our travel, it, would just, it kind of just aligned with each one. Like, okay, we knew we were going to canoe, we knew we were probably going to hike, and then we were like, well, let's just bike. And so, and then it kind of, we just figured out from there, what was going to be the first route, second route, and third route.
1: Tell me about Adventure Minnesota Films. Oh yeah!
0: How much time do you have? <laughs> um, well, I mean, Adventure Minnesota Films was just a, you know it's an independent film company created to basically showcase ed- outdoor adventure and wilderness adventure in Minnesota, but. What I will say is that what Steve did and what Steve and Eli did, I mean, it's like the epitome of what Adventure Minnesota Film stands for, right? It's that you can go right out in your backyard, and you can do these things, and you don't have to go anywhere else, and you can create your own adventure, and it does, you know, it gives you life. It makes you feel alive, and you learn so much about yourself and what's around you, and... There are so many things in Minnesota that people who live here don't even realize. And the biggest blessing of the film project and meeting Steve and the other people I've met through making these films is I've, I know, I consider myself an outdoor enthusiast, but I have learned so much that I had no idea was even happening here. And I feel pretty entrenched in the outdoor community. So it's like, if I'm not aware, that means there's a lot of other people who are also not aware. And so it's just, You know, it's a gift to be able to like share that. That's what it's about.
1: Do Do you have any expeditions planned for the future?
2: Um, (laughs) How much time do you have? have? (laughs) Um, I mean, so since since the trip, which was twenty eighteen, this last year in twenty nineteen, I didn't do too much. Kind of took a break. Twenty twenty has more of a focus on mountaineering and climbing. Um, uh, In May, I'm heading up to Alberta and British Columbia, Canada to scout out, if not hopefully put up a first ascent on a 9,000 or 10,000 foot peak out there that has ever been climbed, um, at least as we as far as we know. Uh, and then the other one uh, is in July I'll be heading out to France to climb a number of peaks in the French Alps. So I'm kind of focusing more on my climbing and mountaineering, um, but there is another idea of some other lengthy long trips that both Eli and I have started to kind of collaborate on. Um, that may or may not happen. We're both in kind of different situations with life right now, but they're still kind of on the back burner as possibilities. Um, One other big one that I will have planned or do have the planning to do is I do want to take a stab at Denali. Um, But that's far off in the future. Anything for you, Brenda? Do Do you want any excursions or trips or things you want to do?
0: I mean, yeah, definitely. Actually, like, the the one that I have in mind for 2020 is through hiking the Centennial Trail in South Dakota. That's on my mind, but don't hold me to it. Um, But as far as, like, the film stuff, I mean, there's one more film kind of in the works about Kendra Stritch, uh, a ice climber, female ice climber from Minnesota. So that's film, just needs to be edited. Uh, but as far as the film stuff goes, you know, we've worked, been working on our own film fest, the Adventure MN Film Fest, and that's kind of taken on a life of its own. Um, and I love that aspect of of this, too, and bringing the community together and sharing ideas and just getting inspired and, you know, bringing everyone together. So that's kind of it.
1: Steve, you and Eli really didn't know each other all that well, or at least, or at least uh, you know, not as well as you would expect going on a trip like this. How, how did you come to... How did you come to choose him as your partner?
2: I, I think at the time when, because when Eli, when Eli stopped at the store that day, I had already sent out letters to Minnesota manufacturers. I was kind of basically assuming that I was going to be doing this by myself. And so at this point, I was like, okay, if I, do, if I have just someone who's alive that wants to do the trip with me, we're going to go together. I don't care if I know him or not. Um, and so it just kind of happened in like a real natural kind of ground earth way. Like, you know, I, I could see in his face because he and I had talked a couple times and he was just dropping off a boat because at the time he worked for North Star Canoes and he, I, he was like, well, what have you been up to? And I was like, well, I just started talking about all the things I've been doing because I haven't, I hadn't really told anybody. And just seeing the look on his face as I was talking to him about what I was planning and what I'd been doing, like, the eyes just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And so I just asked him, do you want to go on the trip with me? And his answer was yes. And I was like, sweet. And that's just kind of how it happened. And then, But in the end, in retrospect, I think having Eli on the trip, even though, yeah, we didn't really know each other in the very beginning, right off the bat when we first started kind of, bring the two minds together and figure out the overall planning and readjusting some things. We learned a lot about each other immediately. Um, and even right away at the trip, when we first started that first day we left my house, we learned from each other constantly. And so I think in some ways it actually was a blessing that we didn't know each other very well because there was there weren't like these quirky things that we each do that each of us might get pissed at each other about. And so it was just like, oh, he does that. Okay, sweet, not a big deal. Oh, he's slower than me. Okay, that's not a big deal. You know, we'll make, we'll work through it versus, gosh, I wish he was faster. Or, gosh, I wish he did this. So we just, we were able to avoid a lot of that, maybe, um, like, things that most relationships already had. And we were able to develop a relationship while still on the trip. So.
1: Where can listeners learn more about your work, whether it be social media, websites, where might that be?
0: Uh, sure yeah well so the way to find all the adventure minnesota film stuff is go to adventuremnfilms.com and there's links to all the films there oh to minnesota not there yet but it will be uh soon and our goal is to have all the films basically on a youtube channel that everyone can access so i mean hopefully i'm hoping that'll happen in the next couple months and there's five films we've, i'm actually losing count now how many films we have four uh Arrowhead one thirty five, Jeff's World, Waterway J, and oh, to Minnesota. Uh,
2: yes, I do. Uh, this is Steve. I do run a or co-host a podcast called Backyard to Backcountry. Um, it's basically Kevin Malloy uh, and Adam or Chip Vashan, and all three of us worked at Middle Sport We're all big outdoor guys. Um, Kevin's a big climber and a big canoer. Um, Chip's a big hiker. He's actually through to the Appalachian Trail. Um, and so all of us come from a lot of different perspectives, and we basically just talk about anything and everything that relates to the outdoors, whether it's local, hence the name backyard, or way out remotely, hence the name backcountry. And we touch on everything, whether it relates to politically or not, or upcoming stuff. Or we actually have Brenda on at one point when right after the right after the film was filmed, and just before the sh- the premiere of it. Um, but you can find the Backyard of Backcountry podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean. Anywhere you get your podcasts, they're pretty much on there. So we haven't recorded anything recently, but we are planning on getting back into the swing of things. We had, Kevin had a baby, so he, that kind of puts a hamper on podcasting for a while. So. Well,
1: Brenda and Steve, I enjoyed the film. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks again to Brenda Pikarsky and Steve Schrader for joining us on this episode of Art Beat. To stream this episode or any other episode of Artbeat, visit kqal.org and select the media tab. I'm Willard Hike. Thanks for listening.
0: Artbeat is written and produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. Visit us on the web at kqal.org.
2: Is art an important part of your life? Find podcasts of Artbeat and all your favorite KQAL shows at kqal.org. Artbeat is made possible by a grant from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund.